Hey everyone, this is Jason Shappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What are some ways to stay proficient as a private pilot? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, GroundSchoolAcademy.com. Pass your knowledge test, pass your check ride, but most importantly, we're setting out to make you a safe real world pilot. And hopefully you see that each and every day through these videos, through these podcasts. You love the free content we put out there. Imagine how great, how amazing that paid content really is inside of our number one rated online ground school. Visit groundschoolacademy.com to learn more. So the question I'm asking here on this idea of staying proficient is what are some ways you're working and we can work to stay proficient? And this isn't just as a private pilot. Yes, this falls under the private pilot podcast, but this is something that anyone at any experience level can be listening to and really get something out of. So what are some ways we can work to stay proficient as a private pilot? For me, it all starts on the ground. When is the last time you attended an FAA safety seminar or used the WINGS program? By the way, the WINGS program, W-I-N-G-S, WINGS program, something the FAA puts on, you earn something called WINGS credits. WINGS credits are sort of like CEUs, continuing education units for your current certificate that you actually have, meaning that instead of you're going out to do a flight review, right, an hour ground, uh, an hour flight, you can earn enough WINGS credits to actually bypass the ground portion of that flight review and just have to do the flying portion. Think of them, CEUs, continuing education units, you can earn those. Now, WINGS credits. They expire for purposes of using them for your currency, right? However, they remain on your record, your FAA permanent record forever. So again, this is getting beyond the scope of this podcast, but forbid there was ever an incident or something like that. You accidentally clip a runway sign, a runway light, something minor like that. The FAA comes out. They just want to do a quick little inspection, quick little investigation. They pull your FAA permanent record and they go, wow. You've got seven WINGS credits. Like, that's a lot. That means you attended seven FAA safety seminars. It shows, it's a little feather in your cap that shows that, hey, this is a person who's a good pilot who's always learning, and this is just a one-off occurrence. The WINGS program is an amazing program to attend. You can learn more about it on faasafety.gov. You can sign up for the WINGS program. That's how you get those credits associated with your account, and you can do all that on faasafety.gov. This year, I delivered 55 WINGS credit seminars. So just, uh, we were out there a lot. I I met many of you um, in my travels this year. Next year probably won't be as crazy, uh, but certainly met so many of you uh, this year delivering 55 FAA safety seminars uh, this year alone. So uh, just amazing to do that, but getting out and going above and beyond by attending these FAA seminars is just a great way to really get out there uh, and, and finding ways to better yourself as a pilot. 
What are some other ways on the ground we can work to stay proficient? A challenge I often put up is related to the weather aspect of it. And this really, this isn't just for, you know, staying proficient. This could be for great for student pilots on, on the topic of making smart go and no-go decisions. I'll have students and I'll challenge them to read a METAR a day. Make it a part of your routine. You wake up and the first thing you do is you read the METAR. You're practicing reading the METAR, right? You're, you're getting through. Maybe you're going to find some things you don't know. You're going to have to search them. You have to do a little Google search. Find out what does that symbol mean? What does that phrase mean? Whatever it is, because they're not all going to be perfect days when you do 365 of them. Read a METAR a day and challenge yourself that way. Then take a look outside. Even better, take a step outside and feel what seven knots of wind feels like. Look up and see what a scattered at 2,000 layer looks like. What does a broken at 2,000 layer look like? You see what I'm, where I'm going with this? Read the METAR. Step outside and experience what you're reading on that METAR so you know. And then, lastly, in your head, make a go or no-go decision. I'm going on a fictitious flight, let's say. Would I go flying today? And answer it, yes or no. We've practiced three things in that right there. We're improving our reading of textual weather. We're getting a better understanding of what I'm reading on the METAR and applying it because I'm physically walking outside and experiencing the wind, feeling the temperature, seeing the low visibility. And then in my head, I make a go or no-go decision. If I was flying today, would I go or would I stay? And that is the hardest thing to teach in aviation is decision-making. We're working and we're strengthening that decision muscle by doing it each and every day. And I promise you it's going to take two minutes out of your day to do all this. So something else to ponder. But read a METAR each and every day. What are some other ways to stay proficient? When is the last time you actually planned across country by hand? I mean pen and paper, a nav log, a sectional chart, a plotter, and a manual E6B. When is the last time you did any of that, right? Well, probably getting ready for a check ride. Maybe if you're in your training right now, well, you're doing that right now. But let me just be real with you and let me explain to you what happens in the real world. Oftentimes, we become a private pilot. We realize there's so many amazing iPad apps out there, and we pick one of those up, and we get really good at hitting direct and enter and heading to that point, and we let the iPad do all the flying for us, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not against technology. I embrace technology, using technology, using all available resources in the cockpit to help us make better decisions, but do you still have a raw skill set to fall back on? That's something to ponder. That's something to truly consider here. Here's some other ways to really stay proficient as a private pilot. What about studying your aircraft systems or studying the systems of an aircraft you aspire to fly one day? Maybe it's learning more about the engine. Maybe it's not just studying about the engine. Maybe it's asking your local mechanic or maintenance shop, hey, when's the next time you have a 172 in for annual? Because I normally fly a 172 and I'd really love to do the annual inspection alongside you and just watch and learn or, or change the oil or do a hundred hour. Or even better, your flight school is putting that airplane down for an annual, down for a hundred hour. Your flying club's doing the same, whatever it is. Can I go in there and help somehow? 
learn more about this. You know, it's, I was, systems were one of my weak points. First, one of my, one of my first weak points was weather. I solved that one working on my instrument, uh, just the knowledge of weather. Then working on my commercial, a weak point for me personally, then became systems because the, the level of detail you need to be a commercial pilot and then to a CFI to teach it, I was very weak in systems knowledge. So, uh, you know, just something that I struggled with. But I'll tell you, when I started getting out in that maintenance shop and doing these types of things, it made life so much easier. Learning how to change the oil, understanding how the systems work, how everything kind of happens. So studying my systems, drawing my systems, getting out there to the maintenance hangar and getting my hands dirty. That's what helped me. I'm staying proficient and I'm still on the ground. What are some other things we can do in the air now, let's say, and then we'll come back to some other ideas we kind of crowdsourced here. In the air, I love this notion, this idea, and I use this phrase, and I don't mean it literally, obviously, because it's not possible from a regulatory standpoint, but I use this phrase, be your own CFI. And again, I don't mean that literally, like not, you can't do that from a regulatory standpoint, but I mean, be your own CFI from a standpoint of, you can still find ways to create lesson plans, to challenge yourself, to create a little mini scenario and do it on your own within a, within a safe, contained, within reason type environment here. You can go out and practice your maneuvers practice your landings, go on a real authentic cross country. Maybe you planned it by hand, but this notion of just because I'm no longer flying with my CFI doesn't mean I have to stop the learning process. They say it's a license to learn. It's really a certificate to learn is what it's actually called, but it, it truly is to a continuation. We end everything by saying a good pilot is always learning, but what are we doing to truly live that out? That's what I'm after here. Really, it comes down to fly. How can you gain more flight time? How can you be a safety pilot for somebody? How can you be the bum at the maintenance shop that's just waiting for a maintenance flight, right? That, that used to be me. Um, I, I live stream all these, the recordings of these on uh, YouTube that you can go back and see um, as well. And I asked some of our YouTube live audience some ideas they have. And they came up with things like hop on live ATC, which absolutely, we have to hop on things like liveatc.net. If radio communications or something you struggle with, or you worry that not hearing radio communications in a while, that's something I truly need to work on. Using a website like liveatc.net just to listen to it in the background while you're working can be a great asset to you in this case. What if you can't fly? Well, you can chair fly. You can hop on a simulator, whatever it may be, using those things as an asset to you here. What about this notion of everybody has a GoPro now, why don't I film my flight lessons? Why don't I film my flights? And let's play, you know, Monday morning quarterback. You know, what does every professional sports team do the day after the game, the day after the match? They're sitting and they're watching film on it to see how can we improve? How can we get better? You can be doing the same thing in this case. What about just hanging out at the airport, talking to other pilots to learn from them? 
I, I joke about being an airport bum, but I, I was that airport bum. I literally slept in a hangar for about two months. I was literally like homeless for two months and slept in a hangar. That's not an exaggerated story in the least bit. Uh, I was in the process of moving. My lease was up, and, but I promised a student I would finish flying with him. I was literally the airport bum. I lived in a hangar for about two months while I let this while I student finish flying uh, before I moved uh, back down here to Ocala, where I'm currently at. So I was that airport bum, though, at the FBO. I was at the maintenance hangar. I was learning everything I could. I lived the airport culture. And if you want to make a career out of this, that is one of the best ways to build that Rolodex up is to be that airport bum in this case. And lastly, it's along the notion, and again, this is the YouTube audience came up with this, of we have to continue to read. We have to continue to learn. We have to develop some sort of a study plan, perhaps, in this case. Commit to reading a book a month, a book a week, whatever it may be. I mean, we have plenty of great resources. I've got a lot of our checkride prep stuff is on audiobook as well, so you can listen to it. Maybe it's just committing to listening to this podcast. And don't forget, we have four other podcasts, private, instrument, commercial, and CFI podcasts as well that you can listen to. There's so many resources, our YouTube, our Facebook, our Instagram, my Snapchat. There's so many great resources to find more about aviation without spending a dollar even, continuing to stay immersed in this environment. So my challenge is this to you. What are some ways you're going to work to stay proficient. That is what we're really after. So listen, thank you so much for making this one of the top aviation podcasts on iTunes. It's just such a blessing to myself and my family and this great team here at M0A.com. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out to us uh, via the office number, the support button, the live chat function, whatever it may be. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are here to answer your flight training questions, whether you're a customer, whether you're a it doesn't matter. We are here to better serve you, no matter where you're at in aviation. So uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you'll tune in again for the next one and the next four, really, instrument, commercial, CFI as well. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.